What's up, guys, and welcome back to Unified Mood. As always, I'm so grateful for you to be joining me today. If you are loving the podcast, if you want to hear more, make sure you hit that subscribe button or give the podcast a share on your stories on Instagram or hit me up in a DM. I love hearing from you guys. I love when I love when I actually know that I've made a difference in your world for whatever reason and if a podcast has really spoken to you. So if any of the podcasts are speaking to you today, if you just feel like, wow, my mind is expanded open, please send me a message. I literally write back to every single one of you. There's a lot of DMs that slide in, but I got to say my podcast community You guys are my number ones. You're my ride or die. But today we are talking about another question that came up in my question box, which is focusing when working from home. Now, I have a lot of experience of working from home over the years, as I feel many of us do from lockdowns, because lockdowns was quite the chapter of existence and working from home over that time. Well, that was just character building. But I have worked from home for many years. Uh, I worked uh, during COVID the whole entire time I worked from home. Before that, I was a personal trainer where I did work uh, remotely, but also working from home as well when I was doing my online training clients. And you know what? For the majority of the time, I'd probably say lockdown, I was my most high performing, mostly because I was so bored that I just wanted to work. And so it was easy for me not to be distracted at home. But I would probably say that uh, over the last few years, even when I moved to Gold Coast for the first time, uh, transitioning into really good working habits uh, and working from home uh, has been an evolution for me for sure. And I want to be straight up and straight clear with you that dealing with procrastination and distraction was probably one of the biggest things that I started focusing on from the end of last year. And we are at, wait, we're at the first today, the first of May today, which is wild. How are we even at the first of May? And um, it's taken me a really long time to succinct to what is it that's causing me procrastination? Why am I procrastinating? And why am I not working in a really good flow at home? And what do I need to do to enhance my flow at home? So today I'm going to break you down my most important factors for creating a work environment and to really getting your productivity to start happening and to really start thinking about why you're procrastinating and what you need to do to diffuse it. So the first thing that you need to really think about is your working space. And this is so, so important. Like when I was living in my other place in Southport, which is a suburb in Gold Coast, I hated it. It was dark. It was gloomy. I could never have the right workspace. And in the house, like I always just felt so out of sports. I think I created like that many workspaces at the end. It wasn't even until just before we moved where I created a, a desk in my shed area because there was a lot of natural light did I realize how important natural light was for me for productivity? And also having a workspace was going to that workspace and being like, you know what, you come to that space, you work, and then you step away from that workspace and you're not working. And people that are working from bed and couches and all of that for the majority of the time, don't get me wrong, I fucking do the hustle from bed sometimes. And some days I will sit on the couch because I do feel like being comfortable. That's the fucking perk of working from home and I'm not depriving myself of that. But you do need to have a workspace that you are at at the majority of the time. So for me, I've created a workspace, which is my stand-up desk, which I absolutely love. I have an abundance of natural light. We literally moved home and I swear my productivity went through because just my surroundings are really important. And I think that if you are a surroundings person, I I know that everyone doesn't have the luxury of just saying, oh, I'm just going to go up and move. But if your house or your space isn't what you would like for it to be right now, figuring out 
how can I make that space better is really important. So whether you need to add lights, maybe you need to try and get more lighting within your space. So it is light and bright. You can buy lights easily. Aesthetically, maybe it is really an ugly, dark, disgusting room. What can you do to that room to make it a prettier, happier, lighter, brighter space that you genuinely look forward to going into? Like I love where I'm sitting at the moment, my desk, I can see palm trees and blue skies and there's a building that's opposite me that I shit you not that is like so white and light. It's a love-hate relationship. It reflects into my house and so it's always natural, light and bright, which is so, so cool. Like I love clean, crisp white. So yeah, for me, surrounding was really important. So creating a really nice work environment for you, start mood boarding it, start making it happen. Really, really important. So, so important. You are not going to be productive at home unless you have a really nice working environment, which is your pure work environment, not home. Like the lines can get really blurred and you'll find it really difficult to separate work from home if you don't have this real clean space. I don't have the luxury of an office because Ryan has the studio in there, which is fine because I love the light out here. But I have to be a realist as well that like I'm in a communal working space. You know what I mean? There's distractions that come in. Noise cancelling headphones, super important for me, but also figuring out when people are going to be in the house and like figuring out my flow is also really important too. Okay. With your workspace, it is really so important that it is a clean space. You have to clean the fucking shit up. Uh, Every night before you go to bed, you have to clean up your workspace and you have to make sure that it is beautiful and organized and it is a pristine space because if your first task of the day is going into tidying a workspace, that's already going to completely throw your creative flow. So get that out of the equation, clean up your space, make sure that it is really, really tidy. And every night before bed, I know you're tired. I know you've had a big day. I know you're stressful. I know, I I get it. I totally get it. But clean your fucking workspace. It can be part of your self-care night, okay? You know, like I'm starting off with a 20-minute self-care night at the moment because my night routine, I'm still working on. It's been... It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. An ever illusion for me. And um, one of my things is always cleaning before I go to bed because I just love waking up and that can be part of your self-care because that's looking after a future version of you. Okay, number two important factor is to schedule your day. You guys will see if you follow me on Instagram, I schedule every single one of my days. I don't share it every single day, but every single day, my day is completely scheduled down to numbers now. And I have an app which I use, which is literally that everything is broken down. Timers go off when I'm meant to move into the next block of scheduling. It is really important to have that structure in your day. And I mean everything, understanding time, understanding how time works and how you can gain more time where you are losing time will be a game changer for your productivity and is so important. People don't realize how much time that they are wasting on so many different things. If you jump on your phone right now and you check how many hours you've been on your phone for today, you will be baffled. You will die when you see how many times that you've been on it. And I think for me, I had this like massive reality check recently when I checked uh, and I I know that I go on my phone for work, uh, but like I was going on my phone for like seven and a half hours a day. Like that's fucked, uh, absolutely fucked. Uh, and so for me, I was like, you know what? I know for most of that time as well, like it wasn't 
productive. Like sometimes it would be distracted or wasting time on things that didn't really important. So for me, I now have a timer for Instagram. I literally have the lock on there. You can use one sec if you want to, or you can use iPhone's actual timer lock that it will cut you off once you've used an hour for the day. I maximum an hour on Instagram a day, which is still so much. When you think about your day, let's say, throughout the whole entire time of your day, if you wake up at 4.30, whatever time you're going to weigh up, like an hour is still a lot of time for Instagram alone. And I know that's my primary because I do rare work on there. I do my personal work on there. Like, But for me, I was like, no, this needs to be capped. This needs to be curbed. So putting yourself into a scheduled routine and structure and also allocating time locks on certain apps would be really important for you. I would also say like that's something that I'm trying at the moment as well is trying to get completely off of my mobile and only working on my laptop and also my iPad, which guys I haven't taken out of the box. I did this big whip of like, okay, I'm going to get my iPad. I'm going to get organized, do all my edits and stuff on it. But I'm this type of person that gets like PTSD when spending. Delta Airlines employees have been trying to organize a union for years. If you're a Delta customer, own stock or an employee, it's time to use your voice. Delta is the only US-based mainline carrier where a union does not represent Present the flight attendants, fleet service, or mechanics. The right to organize is a fundamental human right protected by U.S. law. Let's make sure those who get the planes off the ground have a stronger voice. Support the right for Delta employees to organize and fly together without intimidation or interference. Go to imdelta.net to sign our petition today. Money on like equipment and large things. I don't know why, whatever, it's probably some fucking thing instilled from me from a child, but I just like leave it there for so long and I simmer. I'm like, oh my God, do I want it? Do I- the time has expired already for me to return it. I just need to take it out of the box, start using it and just living and loving and breathing all of the things iPad. But yeah, so my time will now be on the iPad, on my laptop and less on my mobile phone, which I think is really, really important. Further to that, this comes into my third point to put your phone on night mode um, or put it on airplane mode so you can't even access the internet and you can't drift into that space when you are in your scheduled flows. I think that that's a really big one for me at the moment. And I also think that it's people interrupting into your space. We constantly have notifications going off. We have everything. They are distractions. Every time someone enters into your space without you electing for them to come into that space, that is distraction. And whether it is a phone call, whether it is an email message, whatever, they are all distractions. And yes, I understand if you're working, if you've got team, like for me, I've got team. WhatsApp can be on my computer. The notifications can be on there. And when I tell my team, hey, I'm working on a creative process right now, I'm doing this for the next two hours, I can mute and I can also silence that on my computer too. But you have to be really careful with distractions. That's going to be the biggest problem with your flow and your creative flows and for getting shit done. That as soon as you allow any distraction into your space for whatever reason, whether it is social media, phone calls, messages, emails, checking different stuff, that all is distraction. And every time you distract yourself, you have to then refocus yourself, which is a whole process that is a really, really strenuous process for you to go into. So you really need to think about how do I remove distractions to the best possible ability? Maybe it's my method of working more so on your laptop, working more so on your iPad and trying to figure out that synergy. But I think that that is really, really important. That was sort of my third and the fourth point. They go hand in hand. Try and get off your phone as much as you can because your phone, I think, is the devil for distraction and that is going to be the thing that really causes you not to focus out of all of the things that will be not to focus okay one of the other things that I feel works really well and this also goes hand in hand with my scheduling the day and time blocking is working in sprints and working in time sprints and allocating time and being a realist that you know what 
your brain can't work at a million miles per hour at the highest performance frequency all of the time. You have to be a realist that you need to be able to go in, smash workout, and then be able to take a break. And the most frequent method that people talk about is the Pomodoro method. I hear about this one pretty much from everyone, which is 25-minute sprint. You literally put a timer on your phone for 25 minutes. Maybe not your phone, maybe laptop, because we're trying to get off of our phone or your watch. If you've got an Apple watch, that would be even better. Let's just stay off the phone, shall we? Get a get a digital time. Just get a clock for your for your laptop. But get a clock for your sorry. I'm I'm getting late to the caffeine party. Get a clock for your desk, a digital one. Let's go old school with it. Um, but so you do 25 minutes of a sprint, so really focusing on the task and getting it done, and then you take five minutes off completely. And the five minutes isn't going scrolling on social media or listening to podcasts or anything like that. It is five minutes of purely letting your brain breathe and sit. And whether that is going out for a walk, meditating, just sitting, just sitting for five minutes, uh, just lying down for a second. Just lie down and rest your eyes for five minutes. Don't take a disco nap. We're working. But a five minute just, you know, remove your mind and start focusing. And I think this is a really important one that you can take gratitude into. Um, I think that gratitude is really just the the core axis for happiness and joy in all elements of life. So maybe you write a gratitude list for that moment and you just let your mind sit and be for a second and then you get back into work. Now, the Pomodoro method is that you method. I'm telling you, my words are really getting tight at the end here. That one is that you would do four blocks, four to five blocks of this. And then you take your longer break. So you take your 15 to 30 minutes at that time. So being a realist that if you are someone that is finding that you can't work for long blocks of time and you get fried and that you need to step away from it, but then you really struggle to get back into it, you need to start doing sprints instead and you need to start shortening your blocks of windows. Now, for me, I'm a creator who's an editor. So 25 minute block for me sometimes doesn't work and I will lock onto edits and I could be sitting doing a video edit for like two and a half hours or like image edits and stuff. I really get into a flow with that. So doing that method doesn't work all of the time, but I do make sure that when I'm doing my longer blocks and edits and everything as well at the moment that I will get up, I'll go for a walk. I will just focus on things that don't have anything to do with my phone because I know for me, phone has been a really big distraction. But as you can see, incorporating all of these methods and really thinking about your workspace and creating structures and routines and really dialing in your focus is going to make you have so much more productive days. And you're going to finish your working days. You're not going to be like, oh, I didn't get this done or I didn't get that done. When you're actually running to a structure and a schedule and you're ticking off everything, it means you've set intentions at the start of the day and then you have got those things done. So how could you be frustrated and disappointed and angry with yourself if you performed at the exact way that you should have? And you know what? Shit happens. Life happens. Be a realist that sometimes shit happens and that you might need to rework your schedule and you might need to adapt it and work it around and things like that. It happens. Life happens and things come up. You know what I mean? But if you're able to reschedule, readapt, and then get back into your flow without doing a fucking four-hour spiral on TikTok and wasting time, like even just going before, like making sure that you actually stick regimented to your nighttime routine and not lying on TikTok all night and watching all these videos and then going to sleep and comparing your life to all of these other strangers and then hating yourself and being angry and waking, like that is going to make your life so much better. So start implementing practices and structures and routines. And I guarantee you, you are going to be so much more less distracted at home. So much, so much less distracted at home. So I hope this conversation 
conversation has helped you guys. I hope that if you are feeling not so good about your workspace that you do allocate some time today to really think about or start designing or creating a really good workspace and really being a realist with your time as well because I think that time is your greatest currency in life and when you start using time better that you will have a better, more abundant life. Guys, I hope you go out today and you are kind to other people. You are even kinder to yourself that you achieve great things, that you do great things And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining with me today. (laughs) An important message from Blue Ridge Hospice. There may be several hospices now claiming to serve the area, but Blue Ridge Hospice is the only local hospice that has been serving here for 40 plus years, operates the only hospice inpatient care center, conducts the only community-wide grief and bereavement programs, offers a nationally recognized music therapy program in conjunction with Shenandoah University, outscores every other Virginia hospice in Medicare's quality scores, and so much more. Blue Ridge Hospice, the first, the best. Find out more at blueridgehospice.org.